Steve Jobs once said, we're here to put a dent in the universe. Well, FinTech has certainly put a dent in the financial services industry over the past few years. This podcast series focuses on the story of those individuals who took Jobs' advice, the dent makers, if you will. This is the FinTech 5. In this episode, I was speaking with Debbie Mohan, who's the CEO and co-founder of Burnmark, which Debbie is actually one of the favorite names of a company I can think of in about the past year. How you doing? I'm doing great, Sam. Thanks for calling me today. So, so I got to ask, this, I'm, I'm one of those guys, when I put a presentation together, I get all cut up in the font and the right picks and the right names. How did you come up with the name Burnmark? Um, I actually did the opposite. I just said, I'm going to go with the first name that I'm ever going to think of. Um, and it just occurred to me. Um, so I'm one of those people, Sam, who think too much about the font, the color, the name, the branding. Uh, but I just said, this time I'm not going to think. And I think it worked. <laughs> well, it worked because it's fantastic and it works. So can you describe what Burnmark is? So Burnmark is the first fintech research company. Um, so our idea was we have a lot of data out there and there are new startups coming up every single day around the world. Uh, we need to bring together the data that makes sense to banks, to fintech startups, to investors and to academics everywhere. And the second big reason why I started this company is because research needs to be disrupted as well. So it's not just bringing together the data, but the way we do research, um, I think that has to fundamentally change. And it needs to be more social media friendly for the new economy. Uh, it needs to be visually impactful. And we need really snippets that we can share on social media. And that was really my thinking behind um, starting Burnmark. We want to publish stuff uh, which can be very deep, but we also want to make it more fun and visual and impactful. Yeah, I always think when I'm prepping a deck or a talk, you know, what's the 140 character quote <laughs> for yeah. this slide, right? And sometimes you make yeah. it as easy for your audience where you give them the quote. Um, so this was established in partnership with Finleap, right? And that's based out of Berlin, if I'm not mistaken? Yes. Yeah, Finleap is a venture builder based out of Berlin. I mean, it's a fantastic ecosystem in Berlin as well. So um, I've really enjoyed working with them. And you've published two reports so far, one on Challenger Banks, one on InsureTech, both of which I shared with my digital team at NTT Data, by the way, because they're outstanding. So, oh, that's fantastic. Thank you. So one, I got to ask you, how did you narrow in on Challenger Banks and InsureTech for your first two reports? Um, again, these are two topics that keep coming up again and again on social media in, in the real world, um, fintechs and banks, um, because challenger banking is a huge topic here in the UK. Um, and there's a lot of new banking uh, players coming up around the world. So it's really um, kind of curiosity from my side to see what's happening everywhere and are there regulatory challenges in different parts of the world that are different and what kind of things are people doing? Um, really, what kind of offerings are they coming up with? Is it mostly current accounts? Is it mostly mortgages? What is it? Um, and the InsurTech report, again, is the same thinking. There's so much chaos out there in terms of what's happening in InsurTech. Um, so it was about bringing together all that knowledge and looking at what the startups are actually doing and use cases that are working. So I think I kind of enjoy these topics where there's a lot of information out there, a lot of chaos, and uh, really picking out the most interesting parts that make sense to people. I always <laughs> like saying it's finding the signal through the noise. You know, and because there is yeah. so much noise out there. 
So what's the next one? Oh, absolutely. Report? Yeah, so what's the next one? Oh, I'm late on my third one, as you can imagine, <laughs> because I had a lovely long holiday. <laughs> um, so the next one that should be out right about now um, is um, the Open Banking or PSD2 report, uh, which is, again, a huge topic of interest from all the banks in Europe and open banking, of course, around the world. Um, and yeah, and then we are doing another report on RecTech next month. So we're taking really dull topics in a way and uh, kind of trying to make it more fun and more visual. So it's it's a challenge, but let's see. So this is a question I've been dying to ask you. So I interviewed you before for the FinTech Leaders Project, and you gave me a great quote, which is, I always take a strong stand, and this is usually against a generic hyper-promoted topic. Man, I love that. If that doesn't apply to FinTech. So can you expand on that? What did you mean? Um, I think what we have in the fintech world, especially now, I would say, um, even though I gave the quote probably more than a year ago, but now it's more, even more relevant because there are a lot of people who talk about fintech. The issue with that is the number of voices has increased and the noise has increased along with that. Um, I have nothing against having a lot of voices in the space, but I find that I struggle with finding what is relevant, what is actually meaningful and what's accurate um, in all that noise. And that's where I think strong stand is important. Whether you're right or wrong, I think it's absolutely important to take a stand and, and stick to it with the data you have available. So I think I mentioned that in the last interview as well. It's, it's not about taking just a stand, but it should be substantiated by what is actually happening in the field. So I'm going to take a stand for once. And I'm going to try to stick to my short form interview format. So this is rapid fire. So these need to be really quick, off the cuff answers. You ready? Right, Not really, but yeah. Go. All right. What's your favorite home improvement show? Uh, Property Ladder. I knew that was going to be it. <laughs> I used to live in the UK, so I used to watch that all the time. Oh, is it still the is it still the same two? The the guy and the 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 woman. Or is it changed? Yeah, yeah, of yeah. I think is. Phil and Sarah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I try to do that too. So I'm, I'm a practical viewer of the program. <laughs> yeah, and for folks that don't know, she loves looking at property, restoring property. So I, I did some digging. <laughs> I learned that about you. Who's your favorite blogger? Because you're a good writer. Who's your favorite? Oh my God, that's a tough one. Um, I have three. Top Pascal three. Pascal <laughs> So Pascal? Yeah. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> And then yeah. here's the last one. This is going to be the hardest one. What's the biggest Western misconception of India? Um, I think the way women are treated. Um, and I keep talking about that because everyone has this image of India and women struggling in India to make their voice heard. But um, if you look at the top five banks in India, the four CEOs of those banks are women. And that tells you something. I mean, the best is behind India in terms of um, giving opportunities to good women, I think. <laughs> well, there you go, folks. Um, take a look at the reports on Burnmark. We're going to have links on the show notes. Also follow Debbie on Twitter. She's on every influencer list that exists. Debbie, thanks for taking the time. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Sam. And yeah, let's look forward to more influencer lists. <laughs> Yes, less, because there's not enough of them. There's not enough. Yeah, I, there was just about 20 of them published last I, month. And I'm, 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 I just think we need more. Uh, you know, I feel like-